can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. I had the most aggravating thing happen to me right as I was pulling in the driveway when I got home just now. Do you want to hear about it? What, pray tell, could that be? So I have this cooler that I keep in the back of my work truck, and I decided to bring it home with me today just because I had some stuff in it, mostly ice, but there was like one bottle of, you know, water in it. And as I was pulling onto my street... I took the turn a little too fast and the cooler, which I had put in my back seat, went flying and then the lid fucking flew off and I had about, oh, eight pounds of ice flying around in the back seat floor of my truck. It's great. But the beer was okay, right? I didn't put the beer in the cooler. So yes, the beer was okay. The beer was in the front seat with the seat belt on it. As long as the beer was okay. In the bag. With that said, welcome Hi. to the Talking Pools podcast. I'm your host, Rudy Stankwitz. And your I am other here host with... makes us both co-hosts. I'm Andrea Nanini. I like Panini. Nanini. I've been working on that for three years now. I know, because you like always say Nanini for some reason. Because <laughs> that's how it's spelled. Yeah, but it's Italian, so it's not pronounced that way. That's not... Pr- well, I mean, Italians pronounce things the way they're spelled. You just got to know the way they pr- the the correct pronunciations of their letters. There we go. There's your lesson in Italian for today. Oh, and also good news. Also good news. I am pregnant on a commercial pool oh. again. <laughs> Jesus, God, no! Don't you fucking dare! I will walk out of this room right now. No, I am doing a commercial pool again. <laughs> well, congratulations! I know those are your Hooray. favorite. I always like them better than I love it. residential pools as well. Just a preference thing. Mostly it's that there's usually bathrooms available to use. That and so much more. Not gonna lie. Hey guys, Pete the Pool Guy, Coachella Valley Pools, we're dealing those a tip of the day, tip of the day. I just had a lady ask me if I was delivering milk. What the delivering milk? She, she saw me uh, taking out the chlorine in the acid. I guess she thought it was milk. I was like, nah, no milk here. Tip of the day is courtesy of Coachella Valley Pools on Instagram. Excited for the show that, as we're recording, we haven't been to yet, but when this comes out, it was yesterday. Correct. So I'm sure Actually, it was, it was fun. last night, technically. Well, I'm, sh- I'm sure we had a great time. <laughs> I'm sure everybody loved the prize package that I so lovingly selected and curated. For those of you that don't know, we record the same week that the episode airs. So we don't record. We try to. Sometimes we go ahead, but. For an incredible amount of time in advance. And we do this intentionally, unless one of us is going to leave town where we have to double up. But we do this intentionally. So this way we can always provide you with 
breaking news as it breaks, not well. Remember breaking five news? months ago? Oh, because you changed the you changed the intro. Yeah, I did change the intro. I like to mix it up a little bit. Do you like it? Mixing it up is good. Yeah. Okay, as long as you like it. So we got. Yeah, honestly, I think I think the original one was great. We got three questions. And every one of these three people, because they are awesome questions, is going to get a hat. Yay. They will get a fucking hat. Hats off to you guys. But I'm not going to answer any of the questions. (gasps) Because, and you'll see, I'm going to read through the first one really quick. So this one's from Madison Holtzman. It says, hey, I'm a daily listener here. I'm a single polar doing pools for eight years. I need to upgrade my customer service agreement. So that they can sign prior to service or working alone. Then they go on to talk about how they charge for chemicals and other things and ask if I have any access to any of my old service agreements. So then the next question I have is by Jamin Floyd. He's looking for an inspection sheet and a service contract. And then we have David Watson, who also is looking to get a hold of a service contract. What's up, guys? Thanks for writing in and stuff. They're all fantastic questions. Yeah. But I'm going to give you the correct answer because that's what we're supposed to do. I'm not going to give you a copy of mine. You said you weren't going to answer it. I'm not. I'm going to give them direction instead. So I'm not going to give you a copy of mine. And I wouldn't go to somebody else to get one if I was you either. I would go to an attorney and have them draft one for you. It doesn't have to be extremely costly. How much does that cost? I don't believe it's extremely costly, but that's going to vary from attorney to attorney, from geographic location to location, just as pool service does. I know it's a lame answer. It's not the one that you want, but it is the correct answer because it's the one that keeps your ass out of trouble should the shit hit the fan. And the last thing you need is a fan full of shit. blowing at you extremely true that's the reason why i'm not going to answer it so i hope you guys are okay you're all getting a hat you got to send me your addresses though because none of you did i'm not chasing down addresses anymore so if you're listening which you should be you know your name you heard it you email me your address talkingpools at gmail.com or no hat for you don't worry you'll get a hat Hey, that's the best advice I can give on that question. Honestly, anybody who has a contract or anything along those lines, have it written by an attorney for specifically for your business. Yeah. This way, none of your peers get you in trouble accidentally, unintentionally, unequivocally, unapologetically. I mean, that's kind of like taking random advice off of Facebook post or something like that, which is can can be okay, but like sometimes it's not okay. You know, we make fun of people for doing DIY repairs after they look up a video on how to fix something on YouTube. Don't go too hard I'm on not, people now. But why are we going to do the same thing with legal advice? Mm. Is a is a is a service agreement legal contract though, or is it just a service agreement? Service agreement. It doesn't like matter a, what you call it. A contract's a contract, and a service agreement is a contract. It's a nicer way of saying it. Okay. It's easier on the customer. It's still binding. It's still good for a certain amount of time. It should still be a legal. It's still a legal document. Now, as far as inspections go, I will tell you this. There is an app out there. It's the one time I'm going to mention this app. Do you want to do it? You know what I'm talking about. No. You don't want to do it? I think I might. 
No, I, I don't know exactly which one you're talking exactly which one you're talking about. They spam the shit out of Facebook. They spam the shit out of Instagram. Oh. It is. Is it Inspector Daddy 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 Daddy? All right. Is have you checked out the yeah. app though? Is it like decent? I have. It's oh, not okay. what a pool service company typically does for an inspection. It's designed more along the lines of what a homeowner a homeowner, a home inspector would do in their inspections, except applied toward pools. So it's primarily a visual inspection. Aren't you not supposed to take shit apart anyway? Because while you're taking apart to inspect it, you could break it or something like that. So generally, it's not a good idea to take filters apart and open pump lids and stuff like I that. I agree with that, but that's not okay. what happens. I was told that. Folks take things apart. I was told to, that. So that's why. I mean, minimally, you don't have to completely disassemble a grid assembly for a DE filter, but I know folks do take no, things apart minimally, minimally and take a look at things. And, and realistically, if you're going to do it like a home inspector does a home inspection, then it, it should be entirely a visual inspection. But I know we tend to, in the industry, take it a little bit further. And then when we do that- Because yeah, people want to see what the car, you know, if it's a cartridge filter and it's a single cartridge, at least. I know no one thinks- that opening quads is fucking easy, but... It's not. But when we do that, then the other thing to consider is that you have to have a contractor's license if you're in an area that requires a contractor's license because you can't do anything to a swimming pool in a lot of states where a tool is required. But you don't need a tool to open a single, single cartridge no, filter. you don't. But if you wanted to take a look at the impeller, you might. Yeah, but I can't see that happening on a on an inspection. I'm just talking about my thought was people opening cartridges and then having them like because there's always a chance you can't get it back together because the fucking O ring. Some or the people take things apart or- to a greater extent than you think they do. Whether it's just removing panel doors or not, if it's attached to the pool in these areas where a contractor's license is I required, suppose. if it requires you using a tool, you're not allowed to do it. So always check with those things too, but. There is that app if you want to take a look at that. It was created by a, a pool person. And outside of that, I mean, really, again, going back, best advice. What is it, Andrea? Advice. Lawyer up. What? Lawyer up. Get a lawyer. Rudy and Andrea will be right back with more Flock at Fridays after these messages. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, Deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable, and these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with a pro's time and comfort in mind, the patented double locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleanings faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at blu-rayxl.com. Blu-ray all day. 
Do you remember when chlorine and acid were impossible to find during the pandemic? The, the only place that anybody seemed to have anything was Leslie's. Did you know that they sell wholesale to the trade? I use that program. Leslie's Pro program. So there's about 900 of those locations all over the country now. It, well, I didn't know that. That's a lot. They don't keep banker's hours. Then they're open a little bit later into the night, and they're open Saturdays and Sundays. But they sell retail. Don't they have their own installers? So does the largest wholesale distributor of pool supplies in the country. They purchased that large chain of retail stores, but also service, installation, and repairs now. I know Leslie's doesn't do service because I know several pool companies, self-included, that were part of the Pro Partner Program, which can provide Leslie's pros with customer referrals for weekly cleanings and chemical maintenance to you. If any of our listeners are interested in becoming a pro partner or the best wholesale pricing Leslie's can offer, visit your local Leslie's retail location or Email commercial at lesl.com. Commercial at lesl.com. Okay, cool. Pool Magazine is the hottest new publication for the pool and spa industry. Featuring up-to-the-minute news on what's happening in the pool world in a fresh new stylized format with our mobile-friendly app. Pool Magazine is the app for keeping your fingers on the pulse of the pool industry. You'll find featured news editorials, podcasts, videos, and more on the Pool Magazine app. Download on Google Play and the App Store. Jack's Magic Products is your industry leader in identifying, removing, and preventing stains. How? With a range of high-performance, eco-friendly products, keeping pools safe, clean, and ready to use all year round. The Jack's Magic 3-Step Program is a quick and effective way to remove stains and scaling. First, we identify the problem, then our top quality products will remove the discoloration. Finally, our preventative solutions will keep your pool looking like new for much longer. Get helpful tips and check out our product catalog today at jacksmagic.com. You hate the word shock. I don't hate it. I just think that it is misused. I think it's misused. And I think that maybe we should come up with something better. Zapped. Uh, We'll we'll workshop it. (laughs) Uh, The reason I don't like it is because it has come to mean two different things. And it gets confusing for people, and it makes things more difficult sometimes because overused, but also it's more misused than overused because people will go, oh, are you going to shock the pool? Like, no, I'm just going to add chlorine to it. Like, I'm not doing anything special to it. But then people also will call chlorine shock. And then what happens is you see these people, these homeowners going into certain retail stores where everything is labeled as shock. Every single dry chlorine product that they have has shock in the name. And so I've seen a whole bunch of videos, especially recently, where they go, oh, here's some shock. Oh, here's some shock. Let me buy both of these and mix them together and put them in my pool. And then you have people mixing and you have people mixing uh, trichlor with calhypo, and then boom, foamy, chemical hazard mess. 
they call it shock because that's the chemical they use to shock the pool. Right. But the marketing is what it, the marketing terms, the marketing shit is what, cause you can't, like I said, you go into the retail stores and everything is labeled as shock. It's pool shock. It's pool shock. And then I have, sounds like a bunch where, of pool shit to me. Yeah. And then I have people where I'm just adding a normal dose of chlorine and people are going, Oh, are you shocking the pool? And what they mean is, oh, my God, are you adding tons of chemicals to the pool to fix a problem? Like, no, I'm just adding a normal dose of chlorine. I'm not shocking anything. I'm just adding chlorine. I'm not adding shock. I'm I'm not shocking with shock. I'm not using shock to shock the pool. That's what I don't I like. Find this are you whole shocking, shocking the pool with shock? Are you going to shock the pool with my shock and then it's going to shock and be shock? Like, it's so dumb. And now I just hate the word because I've said it so many times. So no, I'm not going to shock your pool. I'm not going to add shock to it. I'm going to fucking add chlorine to it. And whether or not you agree with the breakpoint term or not, I don't give a shit about that either. I'm going to take care of the problem that's in here with the chemical. Thank you. If you look at the word, there's nothing we do to a pool that means shock anyway. If you look up the word, there's nothing there about chlorine, chloramines, pool care, not a damn thing. However, your your pool can shock you. Well, yeah, I just now, like I said, now the word sounds dumb to me in my head. I've said it a bunch of times, like the word ointment. I fucking hate the word ointment. And so now- Which also just, doesn't really pertain to pools, unless you get pseudomonas, in which case then you may need I mean, an ointment. You could also go with moist, okay, because it has the same O-I letter arrangement that drives me nuts. I was referring to your pool shocking you because it is possible you could have a straight charge and then that could cause a shock. And that would be an electrical thing. All right. And see, now we have a third term to add to the fucking confusion and nonsense. That's why I wanted to break point your face when we were talking about the break point chlorination. So, and I don't, I break point makes sense because it actually describes what happens. But you kept saying it doesn't. Well, I said the formula is incorrect. Oh. However, they're using the word correctly. So basically, are you agreeing with me in that episode now? No, they're use they no, they use the word correctly yes, breakpoint. It's just their formula for breakpoints incorrect. But what I wanted to talk about today was chloramines specifically. Are you a swimming pool service company? Are you tired of the hassle of training new hires? Well, have we got a solution for you? OnlinePoolClasses.com is the premier online resource for training new pool professionals. Our classes are taught by experienced pool professionals who know their stuff. You can be sure that your new hires will receive consistent training. And the best part is, our classes are online, so they're affordable and convenient. So what are you waiting for? Sign up your team today. OnlinePoolClasses.com they use the word correctly, breakpoint. It's just their formula for breakpoints incorrect. But what I wanted to talk about today was chloramines specifically. What adds to it, what takes it away. What adds to it is people and but specifically. bacterias. Oh, um, ammonia and byproducts of and chlorine by, and uh, by, uh, byproducts. <laughs> 
<laughs> Disinfection byproducts, TPBs. Disinfection byproducts would come as a result of adding chlorine to water, causing chloramines, which could then form the disinfection byproducts. You're correct. Ammonia Thank or you. nitrogen. Nitrogen-based byproducts, ammonia-based products. See, ammonia is one of those things that occurs naturally in the environment. It's all over the place. There's nothing you can do about it. It's going to get in the pool. It also comes out of your privates when you get in the pool. Ammonia, we can make go away by adding a little bit of extra chlorine in order to achieve breakpoint. Or if you're going to follow the standard, it's 10 times the amount of combined chlorine that you need to achieve in order to make that level of chloramines go away. And what did you say the, the, what was the, wasn't the variance very small or was it like a half a percent increase is what you need. Like a half. I mean, only uh, just a little more. And then enough to do it. Usually when you do it with the 10 times formula, it's, it doesn't ever end up being gallons and gallons and gallons of chlorine. It's always been when I've ever, whenever I've done the formula and done the math, it's always been a pretty small amount, a shockingly Mm -hmm. small amount. (laughs) (laughs) So it doesn't really take much. That's the thing. And we explained that last time in our episode, as far as the error in the formula and exactly why the weight of a nitrogen unit versus the weight of a chlorine unit wrongly used in, in calculating the math. So, but We know that. Either way, that's fine. So ammonia is one nitrogen and three hydrogen ions, right? That's ammonia. So when you add chlorine to the water, even in your normal dose, when chlorine tries to sanitize that, what happens is chlorine displaces a hydrogen ion. And what you get is monochloramine which is basically nitrogen, two hydrogen, one chlorine. There were three, now there's two, and the chloride has replaced the nitrogen. So if we add a little bit more chlorine to the water, guess what happens? Chlorine replaces another hydrogen ion. So now we have the one nitrogen, two chlorine, one hydrogen. They call that dichloramine. If we add a little bit more chlorine to the water, what happens there? trichloramine which then gases off and the wind blows it away so the song was wrong we're not like dust in the wind we're like trichloramine in the wind exactly so that's actually what happens when you shock the pool (laughs) when you achieve breakpoint chlorination and that's yet to introduce the word fuck out of it Superchlorination. We didn't add that word in yet, which is just adding a large amount of chlorine for no apparent reason. I Actually, not for no reason. But. I thought superchlorination and breakpoint were kind of interchangeable. No, superchlorination and hyperchlorination are interchangeable, and both of them mean that we just added a large dose of chlorine. Like, for example, if you happen to notice algae starting in your pool, you want to nip it in the bud. You might superchlorinate or hypochlorinate. There's just a whole bunch of words for this stuff. You're right. Freak the fuck out of it is Freak just as good as any like of it. those words. Let's do and it. And then the customers can come in and say, I'll I'd like to buy, memo. can I buy three gallons of freak the fuck out of it? I like it. Freak Available by fly by night pool products. Freak the fuck <laughs> out of it. Pool freak. Available by Andrea's fucking pool products. That Super mm, ooh, freak. Trademark. Super trademark. Freak. Andrea's pool products. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on there. Now, 
They're freaking shit. And ammonia can come from anywhere, from leaves, from people, from any type of debris that's in the atmosphere, animals, birds, birds all of it. The other yeah, type turquoise. of chloramine we get, hmm, when chlorine tries to sanitize or disinfect different byproducts that are created during protein metabolism in a mammal or animal's body. And the way that stuff gets into the water is poop. Not poop, but dead things, Mikey. No, no, dead things don't come out of people. Not dead normally. Things, Mikey? Oh, I mean, well, well have you depends. been in the bathrooms after some of these people? <laughs> so when know. somebody urinates or when pr- I said somebody that perspires, earlier. we were talking about a different type of chloramine. Oh, I got the right answer for the wrong question. <laughs> so urea. This is how we expel these things from our body, and we secrete urea when we perspire. We also rid our bodies of urea when we urinate, and that's how this stuff is introduced to the water. So do we pee cyanuric acid? No. Oh, oh, that it has to dry. That's right. <laughs> it has to, you have to heat degrade urea in order to produce cyanuric acid and melamine. Yummy. Not really. No, that was being sarcastic. <laughs> Now, the problem with this is this type of chloramine is more of an irritant than the ammonia-based chloramines. It's also a greater risk. The disinfection byproducts are more severe from this type of combined chlorine. And then on top of that, no matter what the fuck you call it, shock, breakpoint, Hypochlorinate, superchlorinate, freak the fuck I don't out think of it. We should Doesn't matter. Call it any of those things except for the last thing you just said. None of them are going to work. For freak the fuck out of it, it's going to stick. Despite what anybody says, I don't care what no one says, you cannot add a chlorine dose large enough to rid the pool of this type of chlorine. In fact, what's going to happen is, is your chlorine dose is just going to make it worse. Aww. So, what do you do? How do you get rid of these? How do you even know you have it? Is this when you do the non-chlorine shock, the monopersulfate, non-chlorine or shock, the banana, the banana shock? Like a non-chlorine shock can only help you prevent it from occurring. I know for a fact that uh, Dan Lenz and also Peter, how the fuck do you pronounce his last name? By the way, they will disagree with you, and they will give you proof. And they're pudding. That brings up an interesting point. The way information is put out in this industry, it's it's kind of hard to figure out what they're saying sometimes. So, for example, if we look at potassium monopersulfate, the main manufacturer, DuPont, in their literature on the product, what it states is that it will destroy contaminants so that you can use less chlorine. That's what it says. Nowhere does it say that it will eliminate combined chlorine or chloramines. I mean, go ahead and double check. If you find something that I didn't see, please send it to me. I'm definitely open-minded. Again, talkingpools at gmail.com. But from what I have found, because again, I do understand that we're very susceptible to believing what we're told without seeing any proof. With this here, this statement alone, I'm sure a lot of listeners are saying, well, non-chlorine shock does get rid of combined chlorine. And then a lot of listeners are saying, nope, you're right. It does not. 
So where are we and why are we like this? The problem is the way the information is passed out to us. And I think sometimes it's purposely made so that it's not completely clear. So I dove heavy into the research on potassium monoprosulfate as a shock. And I found a couple of interesting things. One, it can produce disinfection byproducts. And this is scientific research. This is not from the from our industry. This is from peer-reviewed research by a lot of scientists in all kinds of industries. It can create disinfection byproducts, which I wasn't aware of. At the correct level, potassium monoprosulfate at a temperature of 20 degrees Celsius or higher, for a long enough contact time, it can also destroy bacteria and algae which nobody advertises the product as being able to do. As far as its ability to shock, yes, it does get rid of contaminants that could lead to combined chlorine. But potassium monoprosulfate cannot break a nitrogen chloride bond. Monochloramine, what we test on our test kit, the difference between free chlorine and total chlorine, is one nitrogen, one chloride, to hydrogen. So if potassium monoprosulfate cannot break a nitrogen chlorine bond, then potassium monoprosulfate cannot eliminate chloramines. However, potassium monoprosulfate can break an ammonia chloride bond, ammonium chloride. When it does that, what we're left with is hydronium and ammonia. Now, I don't know if ammonium chloride shows up as interference on the combined chlorine DPD test. I don't know if it adds to the total chlorine or not. That's a better question for Lamott or Taylor or Hock or one of the manufacturer's test kits. But if it does, and I, I'm going to assume that it, it is possible, if it does, when you shock the pool with potassium monoprosulfate, you will see the total chlorine level drop after that initial bump, because we know that it causes a little interference that way, the potassium monoprosulfate itself. But afterwards, you should see a drop in your combined chlorine level if it's picking up ammonium chloride as combined chlorine. I hope this makes sense to everybody. Here's the big thing. Question everything. Every one of us has been told something by somebody. Every one of us believes it to be true. And a lot of us are willing to fight for it sometimes because it's our belief. There's nothing wrong with that. But think of where your belief came from. Someone at some point in time told you this is how it is. And it may have been a peer. It may have been the person who trained you. It could have been a wholesale distributor. It could have been a manufacturer. But let's just assume that it could be wrong. Overnight, across the country, the calls for justice are growing more intense. Attorney General Moody, Florida, filed a lawsuit against Hillary Bellow, Cox Pool's Gulf Coast. In a statement, he said Cox Pool and its owner, Hillary Bellow, ripped off more than 25 Florida customers, taking $1.5 million and never finished the agreed-upon jobs. The consumers were left with dangerous holes in their backyards and severe financial losses. This is unacceptable, and we are taking action to permanently ban this owner from operating a pool business. 
they, them, the people that make decisions regarding things that we do. Why aren't we those people? You know, we've had this conversation before. We should be. Don't start me down that road. There are 75,000 pool service companies in this country. We should make these decisions because we should at least have a say. If we could ever get together, we would be an unstoppable force. There's so much inviting in this industry. It's ridiculous. You say inbreeding? (laughs) Well, there's that. But I said infighting. Anyway, to eliminate this type of chloramine, you're looking at water replacement, UV, ozone, something along those lines. Breakpoint chlorination isn't going to do it for you. Now, if you have chloramines in your tap water, it's not going to be the evil, nefarious, pp kind of chloramines. I happen to know for a fact that that's the type of uh, sanitation that my city uses. So that normally they use chloramines. And then recently, for about a month or two, they switched to free chlorine from chloramines. And you could smell chlorine coming out of the tap water. And everybody was freaking out. All the mom groups were going Now, that nuts. sounds exciting. All the local. Oh, I was sending you screenshots. Don't you remember? All I was sending them to the group chat. Just everybody was freaking out. Oh my god, there's chlorine in the water. What should I do? Should I shower with bottled water? And I'm like, bro. So I went to the city's website, and you know what they said? Just let it sit out on the counter. Let it sit out on the counter for a few minutes, and the chlorine will go away. And you know what? That's what I started telling people when I started seeing that shit. Because there's no stabilizer in the city water. So if you let it sit out for what? A half an hour, it's going to be gone. Not even a half an hour. Out in the sun, not like on your kitchen counter. Right. Not in a, yeah. Well, that's what I had to, they didn't specify that. But when I started like responding to people, because I was like, I like the smell of the chlorine, actually. I don't, it smells good to me. I don't know. I like, speaking of which, I took like so many extra showers when that was going on. (laughs) We do have Talking Pools podcast air fresheners that we'll be giving away at the shows when we're, if anybody sees around. Their new car smell, which is great, but we really, really need to work on them being chlorine scented. Not the, not the, not chloramine, not the corn chip, not the, not the dirty feet chlorine smell. But like I just said, like showering in the free chlorine water, that was nice. Like that, it should be that smell. Every chemical everybody calls shock, go. Trichlor, calhypo, dichlor, liquid chlorine, which is sodium hypochlorite. Did I say calhypo? Trichlor. Uh, there we go. I said them all twice. Dichlor, bromine. I will accept non-chlorine shock as an answer because they do call shock. it shock. And lithium. Nobody uses that. Somebody uses it. All right. Well, lithium. We can't leave it off the list. It's not far enough gone. It's one of those is things. It the, it's like, is it the same lithium they used to have in Sprite? It's the same lithium they put in your medication. Oh, I was just going to ask that, too, because that's good for ADHD. So you know what? Go put lithium in your pool and then drink the and then drink the pool water. Don't do that. I'm just kidding. That is the official don't, chemical. Don't that do they, that. That's do the not. official shock and actually everyday method of chlorination that they used in the White House pool a few years back. I have this skin repair solution that I got in one of those subscription boxes, and it works so good. And do you know what it is? Hypochlorous acid. It is the killing form of chlorine, hypochlorous acid minus the hypochlorite ion. It's this. So it's the hypochlorous acid alone. And it works? 
Oh, it works fucking great. I have, I don't have, I need glasses. I'm old now. I'm about to turn 40 in a couple of weeks and I literally cannot read what this says. But back when I could read what it says, it's definitely hypochlorous acid. I can't, I can't read you the percentages and the ingredients right now. But anyway, it's called Active Skin Repair. And if anybody wants to buy it on Amazon. Amazon. We have an Amazon storefront now. Did you know that? We do. I got, yeah, we should. T- I mean, I don't, I haven't promoted it. I haven't done anything, but you know what? I'll put this in a list because I think everybody needs to have it. So there we go. A little hypochlorous acid. Check us out. Keeps the doctor away. I, you know what? Kind of. You know, not, well, I mean, think I about it. Say it how keeps many, him away, but I would say it helps in between visits. How many pool professionals <laughs> get sick? All of them. All of them? I would say rarely. Mm-hmm. When I was doing service for a decade, straight i didn't get sick oh yeah you know what you're right and i figure it was because i was so chlorinated no germs could get anywhere near me i i have that feeling as well i never wanted to vocalize it because i didn't want to look like a crazy fucking person but i do kind of feel like that too because sometimes you get into like your car or whatever and you're like god damn does somebody bleach this car (laughs) oh no that's just that's my shirt that's just the new word for shocking pools or breakpoint chlorination what was that again andrea freak the fuck out of it okay so there you go talking pools podcast trendsetter changing the name no longer is it called shock breakpoint hypochlorinate superchlorinate nope from now on one word well one sentence one phrase we're just gonna freak the fuck (laughs) out of it Freak the fuck out of it. That way there's no confusion and you can't be like, oh, I'm just going to add some freak the fuck out of it to your pool. You can't swim for a couple of hours. No, you're just going to be like, I freaked the fuck out of your pool. I added some a bunch of chlorine. You can't swim. Sorry. Wait till next week when we hump the. (laughs) We're not doing that. With that said, well, I'm going to use that for when we raise the pH. Oh, well, I freaked the fuck out of your pool. Then I had to hump the. You see, it goes right in line with one another. I mean, I don't know if that's politically correct terminology. I am actually part, so I can say that. We can. I am too. My family is. I come from a long line of. You should really come to one of our get-togethers. I don't wanna. That sounds. That sounds like. Anyway, so that's been our show. Listen to us, follow us, like us, give us reviews wherever you listen. Listen more. Share us. Tell us, tell your friends about us. Email us. The the email is talkingpools at gmail.com. Send us your questions. We love you. So freak the fuck out of your pool. Yeah. Be good. Be safe. What's your chlorine problem? I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 